From Indiana Public Radio and Ball State University, this is The Scene, the show that captures live music right from our own backyards and brings it straight to you. I'm your host, Christopher Golab, and on this episode, I sit down with a variety of guests, including our other producer, to talk about some of our favorite artists from this season. Thanks for being on the show, Adam, Chase, and Kyler. Thanks for having us, Chris. Thanks for having us. Really quickly, could you all say your names and a little bit about yourself so that our listeners can get to know who they're listening to today? What's up, everyone? I'm Adam Fanassier. I'm the executive producer of Cardinal Music Group. Hey, guys. My name is Chase Carter. I'm a former producer here on the scene. My name's Kyler Altenhoff. I'm a producer engineer for the scene. Kyler, we're going to start out with a song that you chose. So uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about this artist? Oh, boy, would I? Um, so the first artist we're going to be hearing is Summer Belt. She performed at the Weebishe Music Festival in September of 2019. Um, Summer Belt is a musician-songwriter hailing from Nashville who um, channels their love of classic rock and modern alternative into a creative and ambitious sound that is all her own. Um, Like I said, she performed at the Weebishe Music Festival. So let's give this first song from her a a little listen. Barcelona, I was bewitched by a spell. 
and I couldn't resist the wine on your lips. The night we counted the stars, oh Barcelona, you brought out the gypsy in me, and I wouldn't change a single day with the city that made me feel free. No, I wouldn't change a single day with the city that made me feel free. Boy, do I love the sound of electric piano on a Wednesday evening. Yeah. Also, I on a Wednesday afternoon. So what do you guys think? I think that it's I think it's a really cool song. I think it's kind of a unique sound for uh, the area. And I think that the lyrics are particularly very smart. Very compelling vocals. I think uh, Summer Bell is actually a Nashville artist. Um, so it's sort of nice that we were able to catch her up in Lafayette, Indiana, of all places. The, that's the one thing about Weebache is like they bring like a lot of outside talent. Yeah. So this episode actually was for um, a Crossroads episode that I produced this season. On that show, we we feature exclusively artists traveling from outside of the state to perform here. Adam and Chase, you guys went to Weebache. The overall setup of the festival was just very cohesive and um, the vibe was uh, very much on, so to speak. Um it was just a wide open field, uh, big grassy area at, uh, in front of the main stage. And then the other stage was uh, not too far away within walking distance. A bunch of local vendors were there selling food. And um, it was just a wide variety of artists that came to perform there. And it was it was great. We saw some compelling performances and it was a great day of recording. My first choice is a song by Laura K. Balky from a new series we have called Indiana Mainstays, where we feature artists who have been very prominent both in the Indiana music scene and this very show. Including her feature this season, Laura has been featured four times on the scene. This particular performance was from the Ball State Studios, and this song is called Achilles. me in the river I bet she didn't think of you I've been so careful to keep my heels safely in my shoes to the sweetest boys I've been the first to say goodbye and the cruelest man I ever met not make me cry when mama dipped me in the river I bet she didn't think I would find you what a weakness what a wonderful weakness I have now take me home and keep my Around. 
daddy built me a fortress I bet he didn't think of you The world they need a stone wall But there is one who walks right on through And I will take on an army with my own two hands Then you'll take me thing I definitely really like about Laura's music is that she sounds like she's talking about her own experiences. You really feel like you get a sense of her story within all of her songwriting. Yeah, she has that kind of old school Americana vocal to her, very akin to, like, I want to say Carole King. Um, And it's just, for me, it's just refreshing to hear uh, just full, like, female vocals nowadays because i know there's like a trend right now where um especially in pop where the tendency is to go with like a lighter airy tone and that sounds great i like the vibe of that too but man there's just something about like classic rock and americana vocals that uh is just nostalgic for me personally yeah i really like that um that tone like the tone of her voice and then also that that reverb you put on it it's just like Soothing. I'm glad you brought that up, Kyler, because actually this song was mixed by Nathan Sheriak. Yeah, so the first band that I wanted to bring to the table, um, Jared Thompson and Premium Blend. Uh, they're a jazz fusion group uh, from the Indianapolis area, consisting of um, Jared himself as um, sort of the front man. He plays saxophone, tenor sax, and Stephen Jones on keys, Brian Yard on drums, and Ryan Taylor on guitar phenomenal group of musicians um these guys all bring um years of experience to the table um this particular recording that we'll be listening to is actually from 2011 um at the chatterbox jazz club and um it's it's a relatively lengthy performance but you can tell just by um how they progress throughout the music throughout their tunes um they're they're very in tune with each other and they they very much uh play interactively and it's really cool to hear um just how that level of musicianship elevates the performance to the next level so here's premium blend live from the chatterbox in 2011 
Yeah, I love hearing these guys solo. Um, just their uh, their melodic realizations are um, insane. I had the opportunity um, to go and help out with a recording session with them in Indianapolis at the Cabaret Theater. And um, it was just a really neat opportunity. It's, it was part of a project that they're putting together. It's a documentary called 58th and Postmodernism. And um, if, I, if I get the concept correctly, it's um, basically highlighting um, black artistry in Indianapolis and throughout the city. And so, um, yeah, it was really cool to be a part of that project. And a lot of these songs um, that, uh, or this song, I believe, was also part of part of that um, performance. So, yeah, phenomenal group of musicians. Um, what do you guys think? It's an excellent recording. It's, it's really good music, really good artists, um, like you were saying. And their mission is, personally, I have to stand behind that. I really enjoyed listening to that track. Um, I really liked the way that that piano sounded. Um, I think the recording uh, for that was soup was excellent. Um, nice, full, nice and full and very spacious. And just overall, like the way the instruments sound and um, the mic selections were just really good. I agree. Sonically, that was like a very, very nice recording to listen to. It just felt really good. Um, and at the same time, you can hear that they're interacting with each other like throughout their solos and throughout their playing. So it's, it's all just really good to hear. This one's pretty short, um, but I don't think that this artist has appeared on any shows recently. Um, this is Lando Marsh Martian. Uh, I, I can't remember the name of this song, but the beat in it is just great. And um, I hope you guys enjoy it. me so far yeah all right all right all right i'm glad y'all are here i'm happy to be a part of new hands festival man it is beautiful okay 2015 i was having dreams of me and you but i couldn't have you okay. 2016 found my self-esteem i was seeing you I cannot see past you. Okay. 2017, that would not I seen. Felt like everything and everyone in every room that we went into, they were staring at you. Okay. 2018, started saying things that we didn't mean. I don't know why we had. Okay. I wanna go up with you. You don't gotta be so down. I can okay. never be done with you. We just gotta find a piece somehow. Baby, I wanna go up with you. You don't gotta be so down. I could never be done with you. We just gotta find our peace now. It's so hypocritical. You tell me it's a different story, though. You say it's hypocritical. I tell you it's a different story, though. If it's so hypocritical, you tell me it's a different story, though. You say it's hypocritical. I tell you it's a different story, though. Yo, what's that's up? crazy. <laughs> it's so. Uh, it's like a hidden gem, I think. I love that instrumental. That uh, just the that production is refreshing. Um, not not the type of beat that you'd usually hear um, for hip hop instrumental, but man, that that clicked. It was crazy. I think what really stands out to me with uh, just just like the selection um, 
I love the synths, the sound of like the keys and pads and everything that was used. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it sort of reminds me. I, I know I've heard some of your music, Adam. But like because you're really into synths, but it's it is great. Like, um, to do a, what would you call like what he was using there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just some. Um, a min- just like a minimalistic pad. Um, I think a danger, um, especially nowadays, is to put too much, um, too much synths or too many, uh, too many electronic instruments in a single track. Um, but this, I'd say, pretty tasteful in that they they do more with less, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely agree. You know, I'd actually like to hear a little bit about New Hands, which is where this was recorded, but I haven't actually been to one yet. So new hands went to so like there's other there's like Sirius Black and John Stamps Keanu Watley it was two days um, new hands went to support Ascent 121 Indiana CESA and the Great Strength Band Fund um, so a good um, another good nonprofit yeah it was really cool um, and just like the vibe at new hands the new hands festival is super cool I remember. Um, like pretty much the first outing I'd ever gone on for the scene. So um, that was, that was super cool for me. It was when I was an intern for the scene. Um, And just like the vibe of healer is just so cool. Um, If you haven't, haven't been there, it's, it's just really cool. Like everybody there is so nice and welcoming. Um, And there's also a game room if you're into guitar hero or anything like that. So. Yeah, actually, in my experience, um, I was able to mix a couple of the artists from this festival, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's something that maybe we don't hear as much of in this scene. So it's really nice to get that variety from this event and events like this. Yeah, Healer did a great job um, with that show, just bringing in a very wide variety of artists because there were some like you know, more technical, um, that had like huge tracks that they were singing to. Um, there's that one guy, Andy DMV, who's just funny. Um, and then there are also some like, ra- like radar gold. I mixed them from healer. Um, their show was super cool. Just like there's so many different varieties that, um, like you, like you said, that wouldn't necessarily just expect to see, um, at a show in Indy, but very welcome to see. And I, it was a great time too. I always love Healer for the um, different art exhibits that are all around, and they they always change them up too. It's really, it's really this cool. Mm-hmm. Like some of the designs are almost like steampunk, and other ones are like, um, like dreamy or like a fantasy. I'd say the next artist that we're going to be hearing is Bing Futch. This was a um, another performer at the Weebache Music Festival. Bing Futch is like. Not your not your average singer songwriter. He um he has an Appalachian mountain dulcimer, a Native American flute, a ukulele, and a board full of stomp boxes. Um, and he he celebrates traditional and modern Americana music with passion, humor, and boundless energy. And he's um he's known um for his musical shape shifting, so to speak. Um, he, he switches, switches the channels on style and tone with every new song. Um, and he, he's actually, he started in California. I believe he's, um, working in indie now, but, um, he's actually out 
out here or moved here from California. Um, and like his music is all like, he has a lot of different vibes. He plays like some Irish folk music. He, he plays some like jazz blues tunes. Um, yeah, he, uh, has a ukulele song that we're going to be hearing. And he also had a song that um, he used um, some loopers and stuff and played his flute over. So um, if you're interested in hearing more of Bing's music, we um, featured him earlier in the season. So I wanted to do a Hawaiian song. So I chose the Hawaiian war chant, which is not a war song. It is actually a love song. Very beautiful, but it is all in Hawaiian language. I don't know if you've noticed. I am not Hawaiian. I do not speak Hawaiian, and as it turns out, there is no hooked-on phonics for Hawaiian. Learning this song has taken 18 years of my life, <laughs> but it's worth it because now I can sing the Hawaiian war chant, and I know you know the song that goes something like this. love the ukulele yeah that was awesome when he said it was going to be a war chant i was like i have no idea what to expect so right off the bat you can hear how much passion and energy being futch puts into his performance we heard a little bit about that just when he was introducing the song and he said how long it took him to learn that so it's amazing to hear his dedication to his craft. Yeah. The th one of the things that I like the most about him is like, so I mixed, I mixed his entire set for, um, for this podcast. And he has such a wide variety of like different folk songs and like, like, you know, some blues, he has like some Irish folk tunes, like such a wide variety. And he's like, he channels all these different cultures in like, um, history, like history of music really um, into one performance, which I think is super cool. Yeah. I like his, I like his interaction with the audience. Um, I think most of all, just um, he keeps his audience engaged, um, not just through his personality, but through his interesting performance techniques. Like you mentioned, Kyler, he was using like a lot of looping and a lot of what was going on was um, happening in real time, like him recording, like him thumping his guitar would kind of function as like a percussive element. Just a very cool performance uh, that was put together. Really cool for me, like having mixed it, um, just knowing 
like thinking that it was multiple people because of all the stuff he's got going on just by himself. Um, I think it's really cool and it really speaks for his talent and creativity as a musician. Now, Kyler, for for those listening here at home um, that might not know what a mountain dulcimer is, could you explain a little bit? Well, Chase, I'm glad you asked. The Appalachian mountain dulcimer is a fretted string instrument of the zither family, typically with three or four strings. It was originally played in the Appalachian region of the United States. The body extends the length of the fingerboard, and its fretting is generally diatonic. So the next artist I want to feature is Heaven's Gateway Drugs from Fort Wayne, Indiana. They're a counterculture cult rock band. And I actually remixed this for this season. So take a listen to Gone to Ground.
It sort of sounds like to me like a little bit of the doors and a little bit of like original Black Sabbath. Yeah, and one of the things that I really love specifically about this live performance was this almost like character voice that the lead singer is doing that really accents kind of like the dark sound that they're going with, like the voice. Like like the yeah, like like this low frequency fall off. Yeah, exactly. Like like that. That that like that too. It's it's very dramatic. It's enhanced <laughs> in that way. <laughs> ah, ah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah uh, that guitar riff is very very ominous. Kind of added mm-hmm. to that um, foreboding feel that you were talking about, Chris. So what we're gonna hear next is a tune from. Uh, the outfit St. Aubin, and mm. they describe themselves as a soulful collision of alt rock and synthy ambience from Indianapolis, Indiana. Oh. So, um, this, this performance, um, in particular was, it's one of the retrospective performances that we rebroadcasted, um, and St. Aubin is actually still active. Um, during, um, I guess, the initial emergence of um, local venues following lockdown, um, I remember the Hi-Fi Annex um, opening, that new outdoor venue that um, the Hi-Fi put together where like, it's just like a stage with a storage like a, a storage box unit cut out into a, a sort of DIY stage. And St. Aubin was actually one of the first people to um, go out and perform. Here is St. Aubin. Too much. 
So I think um, what's most appealing about uh, this performance in particular is just uh, the heavy use of effects he has on a guitar, on his guitar, and really gives the music a sort of ethereal, atmospheric um, feeling. Um, I don't know, what do you guys think? I was immediately attracted to just the way, like, the, the vocalist tone, like, kind of, it almost gave me, like like, a hosier vibe, just, like, the way that he approaches, like, the way he's singing and stuff, if that makes sense, like the way he's going from one note to the next. Um, and then also I really, really liked um, that drum set player, how he's like switching from like triplet to duple feel back and forth, just pretty seamlessly and just like kind of throwing it in there where it's like, it just sounds natural. It doesn't sound like he's trying to add all these intricate rhythms and then also just hit like the overall use of space where they'll just like pause on a note for a second and then come back in on beat three or something like that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I was about to say that I'm. I was definitely for a, a sucker for when um, the as soon as the words stop, you can really feel that guitar's like tone coming into play, and you can really hear how uh, the guitarist is like accenting the overall tone of the song um, with their own tones. And I think that there's like some really good stuff going on there with that kind of like folk rock kind of song. The next song I have for you is called Merge. Um, it's by one of my personal favorite artists, uh, Sarah Green in the Billions of Stars. This song, I believe, is unreleased. I noticed a few songs from that April 20th, 2019 performance making their way out on the Spotify. Again, this one's called Merge. Um, I'm staying tuned to see if there's a studio version that's released. A lot of Sarah Green's studio work varies greatly from her uh, live performances. It's actually really some great music she has going. Let's give it a listen. Pause. 
Yeah. So the first impression that I got right at, right like right out of the gate was that that bass was giving me like a Charlie Brown vibe in the best way possible. <laughs> it instantly got me moving. And then just the range the vocalist was showcasing just within the like the verse. Yeah, this I love that's the one thing I like about Sarah Green on the Billions of Stars her band. Um this is just finely textured. Um like the, she has a really rich vocal sound. Um, but I think that this was actually at the Pioneer when it was still open. I'm um, in Fountain Square um, for Woo Girl Fest. Um, that was like on April 20th, 2019. Um, and the whole idea behind it is to build a more inclusive and informed music community. That's what they say on their website. So, Did you mix this set, Chase? Did I mix the set? I think Judas Snyder did a lot of the pre pre work on the on the set, and I just took a look at it, listened to it, changed, tweaked a few things, and mastered it. Um, so really, it was sort of a joint effort there with this uh, this whole set. So the last song we're going to be hearing from um, from me today is by a band that goes by the name of Adam Baker and the Heartache. They performed, um, they're from Fort Wayne, and they performed at the Old 303 Music Festival. Um, I mix this band as a part of a homegrown episode for the Old 303 Music Festival. And um, this festival overall was just super cool. Um, I didn't actually get to go, but just in the research that um, I'm... I've done for it. Um, it was, so this was in summer 2019 in Bluffton, Indiana. And, um, it was a family friendly, friendly day. Um, they had a lot of live music going on. They had a bunch of food there and a bunch of shopping set up. So it was, it was just like a, a nice little, nice little festival with some food and music.
their music ranges from like Americana, bluegrass, indie folk based. Um, and this song in particular, like I just thought like even from a lyrical value is just like really deep, you know, pretty relatable. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I definitely thought that there was a lot of work put into the lyrics, but I also felt that there was a lot of emphasis on that groove. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I really thought that that really stood out with this, uh, with this song in particular. I loved how the song started out um, with the interplay between the two. Gu- it sounded like two guitars. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. there were two guitars. Yeah, the textures that came out of that were um, super interesting and engaging. I appreciated that. Yeah, it was um, it was definitely fun to in in the mixing stage um, messing around with that and like because I mean the music like the stems were also were already super good but then just like seeing how I could um, exemplify the the textures they were already producing. So this is the last song. I've got Justin Denny in the Midnight, an Indianapolis based Heartland rock group. And this was actually the first episode that I was able to produce for the scene. And I actually was able to mix this track. So Mm. check out the blues. Selfie. All I 
Like how it's like just so downbeat and like, but it's still like, you f- gets. I don't know. I was gonna say hype, but that's not really like the the mood of it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like powerful. Like it's just like a very powerful ballad. The tone is very powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It definitely feels like from the beginning, uh, you're like working towards that grand finale, which is like a really cool way to do that. Yeah, songs like those are why I went through a country phase. <laughs> just beautiful snare behind the beat. Just makes you want to, I don't know, go out dancing in the middle of a field on a clear, starry night. Mm, yeah. Country with, like, the blues influence is, like, <laughs> good. Like, this one, it feels bluesy to me. Be- like, just the chord progression. Yeah, you can kind of feel the bl- I can definitely feel the blues influence, especially in this song. Yeah, and I really like that bridge. All the space in between the notes, and then just like with the reverb and stuff that was on it, it was just like so open. Like, I, I really appreciated that mix and just like the texture. Yeah, whoever mixed this used a very, um, very stylistic blend of like slapback delay and reverb. And it's like, that's that's so country. Mm-hmm. And it, it was perfect for this so song. So country. Yeah, whoever mixed it. Whoever did it. <laughs> it was me. I confess, I did work at Tractor Supply for about a couple months. <laughs> I didn't know you mixed this, Chris. That's nice. Tractor Supply? Yep. I, I really liked that job. Was Was that the last song we had? I believe it is. Wow. What a great selection of music that everyone brought in. I'm glad that we did this. Yeah, I'm glad. Thank you for inviting me to join y'all. Yeah, no, it was, it's, it's always fun to take a look back at what we've done um, in what has been simultaneously like the longest and shortest semester ever, I think we can say. Like, I, I really feel like the last pretty much three or four months have been like 
in the moment, it's like, oh my gosh, this is dragging on. But now it's like, holy crap, like the semester's over in like three weeks. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining me, everyone. I really appreciate the variety and insight we all brought to the table today. And I look forward to seeing you all again. Major support for the scene comes from the Vice President of Information Technology at Ball State. Ball State's music media production program are underwriters and listeners like you who support their local public radio station. Our show is produced entirely by Ball State students. Kyler Altenhoff and myself are the show's producers and engineers. Our booking and communications coordinator is Gabe Hua. This episode was produced by me, your host, Christopher Golab. Special thanks to the venues who let us record our content and to Adam Finassier, Chase Carter, and Kyler Altenhoff for joining me on this episode. To find out more about the bands and venues we feature on The Scene, visit our website, indianapublicradio.org slash the scene, where you can learn more about the program and listen to our episode archive. Again, that's indianapublicradio.org slash the scene. Also, if you'd like to keep up with what we're up to next, follow our Facebook page. Just search for The Scene from Indiana Public Radio and find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at the scene on IPR. We're also on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you find your podcasts. Give The Scene from Indiana Public Radio a search to add us to your favorite podcasting app. Thanks for being with us and join us again next time to hear what's happening in the scene here on the scene.